You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Around this time every Sunday afternoon, we get the pleasure of the company of James McConey. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Piney. Not too bad. Um, Been watching a lot of rugby, watching a lot of football. Um, Even watched Wales uh, draw with Croatia this morning. Good stuff. You're all over the place. Can I ask you about rugby, though? Because it could be one of those weekends, if the Blues win this afternoon, which they should, where all five New Zealand sides had wins in Super Rugby. Who do you like? I know you like the Chiefs. Are you, I mean, I don't want to jinx them, but the Chiefs could win Super Rugby. They could. Um, I think the Chiefs could win. I think the Blues could win. I actually think the Hurricanes could win. And uh, But I think the Crusaders will win. And even though they're playing children, I saw Jamie Hanna run on and all the banners read Hannah Montana, which I'm sure was probably his favourite show. He might actually be, this is weird to say, too old for Hannah Montana. And so now you're left in a situation where um, Rays is doing what he does really well, which is blood players bring them through. But I think the Crusaders at full strength, they would be my number one. Yeah. Chiefs are looking good, though, aren't they? I, you know, they, they obviously had a bit of a battle the other night against the Waratahs, but got it done. And, you know, they just keep on keeping on, don't they? You kind of have to hand it to Clayton McMillan and his coaching team. He's got them playing well. Yeah, Clayton's one of those guys. I think that if you if you were to say which coach seems to really just bring out, um, you know, sort of the, the best in players who you weren't quite sure they were going to be uh, Super Rugby ready or even All Blacks ready. What Clayton's done is brilliant. Um, he can be the good cop and bad cop. He's. Um, I, I just feel like the the Chiefs forwards at full strength have just so many options. I mean, you know, Luke Jacobson or Sam Kane, if you like, at seven. You've just got. Um, I mean, guys like Summer Penny Finau, who you, you know, people weren't even talking about a couple of years ago. He looks like a champion player, and then. You know, the, the depth at lock. Um, and, of course, we've talked about it before. Samasoni Tokiaho really is looking like um, a, a world beater. Yeah, no, they're looking good. They really are. You talked about bringing the best out of players, and, and uh, Razor's been doing that in Crusaders country for quite some time. From next year, he'll have the chance to bring out the best in players in an All Blacks jersey. What did you make of uh, the week we've had, which included this announcement? Yeah, it's one of the most awkward weeks in rugby, isn't it? Um, and I'm I'm thrilled for Razor and his family. I think he is a a brilliant coach, and he'll be uh, definitely tested. I know he loves his themes, whether it's you know Muhammad Ali or or you know something from ancient Greece. He's definitely got um, ideas. But the difference now is that he has to pretty much translate that to uh, all of them are you know, the best in the country and guys who have heard it all before, if you like. So Razor's going to be tested and uh, I love it about him because I think he's ready for that challenge and you can see that. I just do feel sorry for Fozzie. I think it's like a necessary evil. They needed to lock in their man. But um, I still think Fozzie will win the World Cup with the All Blacks. Uh, we've talked about this before, Pony. I do think the All Blacks are in a great position. So I'm, I'm ready for Sir Fozzie. And the way the New Zealand Super Rugby teams are playing, you've got to say that, you know, we're looking good. We are. No, we are. We absolutely are. And players who, like, I don't want to dwell too long on it, but but Lester Fai'inga Anuku, he played two games for the All Blacks last year. Kind of got found out a bit defensively, I guess, against Ireland down in Dunedin. Didn't see him again in a black jersey, but the other night, he looked tremendous to me. Yeah, I think Lester Fai'inganuku is one of those guys who will probably... Um, be playing for that spot in the 23 because he is versatile. He's an offloader. He can, 
you know, he can finish. He he does it all. And really, I think the the back three is is totally up for grabs because, you know, if if Rico Yuani does play centre and and uh, Bowden Barrett does play first five, then you're looking at a back three that's actually quite new. Um, so Leicester's um, in a good position now to keep pressing for that claim. I think um, him and Caleb Clark, it's a it could be a straight shootout there at number eleven. Uh, Sean Stevenson and Will Jordan, if he comes back, could be the the two vying for the fullback position. It's I know we're talking about in the case of Stevenson and Leicester um, inexperienced international players, but there is a precedent, isn't there? It's the, it's the um, Nehem Ilnis Scudder precedent. Indeed, 2015. What a what yeah. an inclusion he was, and what a tournament he had. That's for sure. I'm not sure how much of the league you've watched over the weekend. The NRL Warriors, of course, playing the Bulldogs this afternoon at Mount Smart. But you look at the scores; they're all pretty close. Been some tight games this weekend. I know. I, my, my biggest criticism of the NRL last year was, you know, sort of a weekend of five blowouts in a couple of close, close games. Now we've got Golden Point uh, a couple of times. We had uh, the Dolphins going down to the um, going to visit the. Brisbane Broncos looking like they're going to pull off this win against um, you know the traditional force and uh, Katoni Staggs running the length of the field and then saying you know our um, <laughs> something home and so I mean I love um, just the drama of that Kiwi Walters versus um, versus Wayne Bennett so the storylines are superb right now so the NRL have to be very happy with the, with the fact that you've got all those you know, the new clubs have been a success so far. And, of course, the Warriors, uh, fingers crossed this afternoon, we look like the real deal as well. 100%. 100%. Hey, cricket, I thought Sri Lanka were good at cricket. They're not very good at cricket. Yeah, apparently not. Um, not in the one-day format and not last <laughs> night. And um, Henry Shipley, five wickets, that's um, that, that's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm sure Auntie Jenny would be proud of uh, of what he's done there. Just, you know, just came out of nowhere, really. A bit like her when she was... Um, made Prime Minister. So the thing is, if you look at um, Sri Lanka, we should be beating them convincingly. But last night, thank goodness we batted first. Imagine if they'd set that total of 70-odd runs. It would just be an absolute blowout. So, yeah, I, I, I've always maintained this, Piney, that at the moment there are teams that you can beat quite um, comfortably in, in world cricket. But if you want to look at our real stats, it's look at us against Australia. Look at us against um, uh, South Africa and, and England. Yeah, indeed. And just to finish, I'm all watch China uh, this afternoon uh, in Wellington. I know there's lots of other things going on, but I know you love your football. You would have watched the uh, the game on Thursday night, the nil all draw. You reckon the all whites might might score a goal or two this afternoon? Yeah, well, I mean, in the end, it was uh, Ollie Sale was the great wall, wasn't he, against China on uh, on um, Thursday night? And uh, and look. China just grew into that game. They had heaps of support. I've got to um, take my hat off to the Chinese fans. I thought they were magnificent in Auckland providing that atmosphere. But I feel like now with um, you know the Phoenix fans and the Yellow Fever guys getting in there and, and creating some noise, I think it'll be uh, a more of a cauldron for, for New Zealand. I know we're missing Chris Wood. Um, I know Jacob Spoonley has, has uh, deep gone into great detail, forensic detail, of the All-Whites. But I think now, just with another week in camp and... Um, and those young guys, those players who, who did look good last week, Staminich, Garbutt, uh, Kakachi, Just, who is a, another one who looks like he's straight out of school but is playing in a top um, European club. These are the guys that you can look for tonight um, with a, bit, a little sprinkling of Marco Rojas. I'm sure he'll get a, a run after a year over in Chile. 
So, you know, there's nothing wrong with adding a little bit of chilli to a Chinese dish. <laughs> I'd love to leave it there, but I've got to mention Jacob Spooner. He's like that slightly odd guy off CSI, isn't he? Oh, look, uh, this is the thing. You need, actually, Spoonley could have been uh, Tom Hanks in The Da Vinci Code, you know, just going around and solving. Uh, but he could also be Tom Cruise in Minor- Minority Report, you know, where they just predict things before they happen. I feel like he, if we could give him the right technology and some some bald people, not naming names, but, you know, hooked up to a machine, the precogs, I'm probably going too deep into Minority Report. Great movie, by the way. But that would be Jacob Spoonley. Absolutely right. Great to chat to you, James, as always. Look forward to more next Sunday. James McConey, part of our Sunday afternoons at around about this time here on News Talk ZB. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.